Welcome everybody to our weekly Halakha podcast. We talk about little known Halakhas and some of the sources and reasons behind them. We've been talking about some of the laws of cooking on Shabbos. We mentioned last week the different types of different types of vessels, the Kli Rishon, the Kli Shani, Kli Shlishi, etc. And we say the ability, capability of being able to cook in the in the primary vessel that was on the oven, and the second secondary vessel, and then the third vessel too. Now, even though we said when, a, when you pour from the first vessel into the second vessel, the pouring itself cools it off, and therefore, to some extent, the second vessel is not capable of cooking to the same extent as the first vessel, that is not always the case. The rabbis tell us that by, by liquid that might be true, but by something solid, even after you pour it from one vessel into a second vessel, it still is able to retain the same heat that it had in the first vessel, and therefore it would still be able to cook potentially. And if a person has to be careful if, if regarding something, putting something into a klisheni or a klishlishi, if there's something which is a salad there, that could still potentially cook something which had been uncooked, and therefore you would not be allowed to put it in. Example being, let's say, spices. You mentioned spices, you can't you would not be allowed to put into the klisheni, into the second secondary vessel, if they were not cooked beforehand. So if, let's say, you wanted to put some kind of an uncooked spice, salt and sugar, by the way, today are all processed and they're all cooked beforehand. But let's say a certain type of spices, perhaps, that may not have been cooked. And you wanted to put, let's say, on a potato that had been in the clevichon, and you put it into the, from the pot, into the serving plate, into the, into, the, into the regular plate of the table, you would not be allowed to put the spices on that potato because of the concern that it might be able to cook the spices too. Now, we also mentioned the idea of aim bisho achar bisho, that once something has been cooked, it's not capable of cooking a second time. In other words, by Torah law, once something has been cooked, even if it's cooled off right now, it can, it can no longer be recooked. And by Torah law, if we recooked it, reheated it, it would not be a problem. We'll get into some of the rabbinic concerns, but at least by Torah law. Now, the postkim say an interesting exception to this rule also. By a liquid, the idea of cooking a liquid is not the same thing as that of a salad. Cooking a salad, generally speaking, creates a chemical change and it becomes, it's, it's transformed into something different than it was before. Liquid is not necessarily the same, even though it's true it may create a chemical change, but the main idea by cooking a liquid is to, is to heat it up. And then technically speaking, even let's say liquid that had been cooked previously, but now it had cooled off, by heating liquid right now, that would still pose a problem of of cooking. Because since it, at this point it's cold, and by reheating it, you're giving the advantage of being hot, that's also is considered cooking, and therefore even reheating would be prohibited. Now this is there are different opinions about this, but halakhically speaking, most opinions are stringent and they would not allow for the recooking of something which of a liquid that had been cooled off completely. However, since it is a matter of dis- dis- disagreement among the authorities, as long as it remains some, it retains some heat, even if it's not the same level it had been before, it cooled off considerably, but it's still warm, then the post can say that it would be permitted to be able, there would not be a concern of, of Bishel of, of reheating it up. That's an important point also. Similarly, some of the post can say that if it's something which is soluble, let's say, for example, granules of of coffee. Now, the coffee, we're talking about coffee that had been, a, that's an instant coffee, let's say, or that it, or instant tea that had already been cooked beforehand. 
Now, since when you put the granules of coffee into the into the cup, it becomes totally, totally dissolves into the liquid. So there are authorities that say that that too is considered a liquid, even though right presently the granules are solid. But since once they're put into the liquid, they dissolve, that too is considered a liquid. And therefore, we're stringent regarding a liquid. We wouldn't be allowed to recook it on Shabbos. Nevertheless, the Lachai authorities do offer another leniency over here regarding liquid because it's a difference of opinion. That although you should not put a soluble food such as the coffee granules in a klirishon, it's permissible to put it into a klisheni. Now, although we said before that the klisheni, the second vessel, can cook certain things, nevertheless, and nevertheless, something which is something which has already been cooked previously and it's soluble, it's considered a liquid, but it's not clear that it's soluble is considered a liquid, so it's permissible to put into into a klisheni. There are those, however, who are stringent and try to use a klishlishi. In other words, they'll take the water from the urn into the next cup, which is a klisheni, and pour from that cup into the third cup and then pour the, the granules into the third cup. This would avoid any problems, any issues at all, even according to authorities that say that it's considered a stringent, it's considered a liquid, but put it into the klishlishi, however, especially since it's already been cooked before, would not pose a problem, and that would be permissible on Shabbos. We'll continue next week, Mr. Hashem. Ever think about starting your own podcast? The Maverick Podcasting Network makes creating and running your podcast easy and fun. Visit maverickpodcasting.com to get started today.